What's up, Warriors? I'm Kaylee. And I'm Betsy. And this is the Not Your Mama Pod. The Not Your Mama Pod are not experts of anything but talking. If you need medical or professional help, we do encourage you in finding the appropriate resources. Please know we are just speaking of our experiences or of the experiences of other and have no medical degrees. Hello, we have a super special guest with us today. We have Chemi here. Um, You might know her on Instagram as Misconception Coach. She is a wealth of information, a wealth of knowledge. Welcome, Chemi. We're so glad you're here with us today. Thank you for coming. Thanks. Thanks, Kaylee and Betsy. Nice to meet you guys. And thank you for inviting me. Yeah, we're so glad you could be here with us. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself or um, whatever background you're comfortable with? Yeah, I think some of the listeners might, um, if they're on Instagram, they might have seen my page, like you said, under Misconception Coach. And uh, if they're going through, you know, infertility spaces or places of grief and loss and all sorts of uh, traumatic things, that's probably what has resonated with them is if you see my page, I speak a lot about that space specifically. Um, and I don't deviate too much. And it's always been a priority of mine to keep that space really safe. So zero triggers, you know, zero success stories. We don't talk about what to add, you know, what to do, the all of that space is it's really just more the emotional space that how to navigate big emotions, how to process a lot of those big places, loss and grief and IVF and all of that. So um, yeah, that's really what I speak to every day. And I do that through my page as well as uh, with couples and families and people um, for support going through infertility and uh, different types of grief that can be like a tangible loss or just pivots of life really. I was just going to say your page is so beautifully curated. I was looking today and I was like, you look at mine, it's a little bit of like chaos and like mishmash everywhere. And I was like, it's so beautiful and everything is so positive and healing and it really is lovely. Um, How did you come to like start your Instagram page or like, where did it come from? I have been around since 2014 and it's interesting, you know, when I reflect back from 2014 to now, how much our community has changed. It's incredible, just the size and the awareness and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it was kind of at my own crossroads of going through some of that lost space and um, secondary infertility that um, my professional hat and world privately kind of crossroaded. You know, I took the leap of faith to start my own practice and just support people in that space. And I do that full time now, which has been such a privilege and COVID really changed that dynamic. And so it's 100% online with people all over the world, which has been the silver lining. It's just mm-hmm. connecting anyone. If we can figure out a time zone that works, let's do it. Um, There's only been, I think, one person I had to say no, and they were in Africa somewhere. (laughs) Not works. This is not going to be the right time. Unless you're up at five and you know you're up at eleven p.m., it just wasn't going to happen. But I mean, really, the wonders of the internet, though, that you're able to connect with all these people around the world and help them. I mean, honestly. 
Yes. And what it's been amazing, but also overwhelming. And I think the past two and a half years has been kind of this whirlwind where we're all just starting to come out and feel like, what did we just survive and are still surviving? And how did that impact me? Let alone, you know, our community that had to do IVF and different treatments and protocols all under a global pandemic without Mm -hmm. partners, all these restrictions and man, it was surreal. You know, it wasn't normal. And that's something I always make sure people know is that was not normal. That is not how humans needed to grieve and process. And, you know, so just have that as a baseline of why am I feeling really overwhelmed after two and a half years? Well, it's because, you know, of all of that. Yeah. Because we've been through some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like the whole world needs this reset or just kind of a a therapy session to process everything. Absolutely. Yeah. How we're feeling. So our main goal, obviously, um, today was to talk about the I wish campaign, which I saw online a few weeks ago. And, um, essentially I, you know, I should, I think I did pull up some stuff. It was all of these beautiful, um, photos of people who, what you wish people outside of the infertility community knew. Um, So I'm just going to read a couple of them, if that's okay. So one of them that um, resonated with me was, I wish people would understand that infertility can feel like you are stuck between two worlds. I can't give up, but I can't go on either. Yeah. And so I remember feeling like that so deeply, you know, five years ago, like I can't keep doing this to myself, but also I can't continue because this is not a way to live. A hundred percent. B, I agree with you. I, I think your page in general is just a safe space. I think a lot of infertility people get triggered because a lot of the social media world is out there saying like, you will result in being a parent. And so I already felt like there was a very safe corner for me to get support or get some messaging without being feared that I'm going to get triggered. And then these, I wish statements came out and I was like, oh my goodness, B, you just made me feel seen again. Like these people are saying the things that I wish I could tell everyone. It's really magical. So do you want to tell us like how um, this campaign came to be developed or what, what prompted you to create that? Yeah, I was trying to remember now, because I try to, I try to post it every year, at least once a year, because it's such a good engagement of it really, yeah and community probably I would say well everything is three years ago (laughs) so pre-COVID I think so maybe four years ago it was just really a thought of um yeah what do we wish people had more awareness because it's always about how can we get more awareness what can we do to help bridge those um, conversations with family and friends and I think that was just a nice open-ended kind of way to say god I wish you know Mm -hmm. wish people knew um and we've had a a few different um that same kind of question but just worded differently which has resonated too of um that same thing of you know just what do we want people not to assume about this that they do assume that's incorrect I think it's helpful because it helps bridge conversations too Mm -hmm. and we hope that people the right people are seeing it which is great um, but we also just, I think it's really just try, to try to normalize that everyone feels this stuff. And that's my hope is that if you're, when you're scrolling through, you're like, yes, oh my God, I'm not the only mm-hmm. guy that way. Yeah. And obviously it doesn't take away a lot of that 
those big feelings, but it helps us feel like, okay, I'm not going crazy or I'm not being too sensitive or, you know, I'm not ha handling things, you know, uh, a capacity that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's, it just reaffirms that everyone is just human and that we're all just doing our best there, which is really what feels good. Yeah. yeah Society really tells us not to express our sadness or mourn or be shamed that we are infertile. And so I think there's not enough discussion and prompts like this allows us to understand that we're not alone, which is, I know being, I've both talked about a ton, like we thought we were the only ones going through it for a long time. That's the best statement that I hear is when someone replies, I thought I was just the only person feeling that. And it's yeah. just feeling to the, our heart to know, okay, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's just so nice. Yeah. I think Kaylee and I've even talked about it. Like I hear that now because my page is mostly like childless after infertility mm -hmm. and um I hear that and a lot now like I didn't realize that I wasn't the only one who's dealing with this and in my head I've been a part of this community for almost two years so it's like so normalized I'm like oh everyone knows that our community exists but it's it's a thing like people still don't talk about it people still don't realize that um all of us are out there or like people who have really struggled with infertility are living these lives every single day. Yes. So I think it was a really impactful, really powerful uh, campaign. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. And I think, yeah, you totally nail it because it's true. It's, we have this community and sometimes I feel like on those infertility awareness days, it's just our community that's reading these amazing posts. It's like, are the people that need to see them really yeah. see them? Like, because like you touched on it's we have our community, but then our normal day-to-day -day life who, you know, our work hat and our, our family mm -hmm. and friends, and that's usually the trickier spaces to navigate. Yeah. I think material like this helps those conversations though. I know myself, whether it be my chronic illness or my infertility, I can sometimes take posts like this and share it to friends and family and say, this is what I'm feeling that I've been unable to communicate. Does this help you understand where I'm at? Oh, I love that wording. Does that help you understand where I'm at? That's such a nice sort of soft way to just say, yeah. See <laughs> me. Say, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Can you see what I'm going through? Yeah. And I'm not the world's best communicator when it comes to my personal emotions. So that's kind of like the easy handbook, right? Like see me because if I tell you I'm going to cry and I don't feel like crying yeah. today. Someone has already created it. Someone has said it. Yeah. Here is here is the information here. We'll do with it whatever you will. So, um, so I know you said you had dealt with a little bit of secondary infertility. Is there any specific thing that you wish? I was yeah, I was thinking about that, and I I'm so used to having the lens of, you know, the the, the person, the client. Um, I just. I think it kind of circles back to what we were talking about. I just wish more people didn't feel so alone in that depth of grief and pain. Yeah. When they're in the, I call it, you know, that rock bottom middle place, right. which I really is what I swear and how I speak to people is one foot in and one foot out. And just how hard that is of not belonging in quotes to a, a space that reflects your worth back and your validation and all sorts of places that, you know, we need. Um, I think that's the hardest place really for people. Right? Yeah. Middle. Yeah, I, I fully agree. Other than that, 
Um, do you have any like new campaigns coming up? Is there anything you want people to participate in? Hmm, I have usually the same big ones every year. I mean, I, I feel like I'm at no point in, you know, reinventing the wheel sometimes. <laughs> no, we still need the same support. But I mean, like, I, yeah. And like yeah, I said, really I've yeah. been in this community for a long time and this was the first time I've ever seen it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's important right. that you're doing this every year. I think that those are the main ones is the, you know, what do we wish people um, knew that helped bridge those conversations? You know, what um, do we think that people assume that's not true, that we kind of mm -hmm. want to, you know, bust the myths and stereotypes, I feel, I find is really necessary too. And just have people's voices really validated. So I, yeah. I, I tend to keep those and get, you know, the, the screenshots and I save a lot of those replies because if I see them appearing again and again and in sessions, I say, okay, we definitely, this needs to be talked about. Yeah. And gives you a platform or content to put on your platform. Yeah. And I think it's, it resonates from just what's happening in the world, cultural, yeah. all sorts of different variables. But I feel like one that keeps coming up is really the in, um, inclusiveness of different other minorities and other people that are disenfranchised and yeah. how we can bring that together um, to honor everyone in this space, you know, because there are so many faces of infertility. And ooh, that sure. might be Oh, I love that. There you go. Phase of infertility. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because we can kind of get the stereotype of what that looks like is changing. I think it's important yeah. to acknowledge everyone's welcome. I agree. So if other people wanted to participate in your campaigns or if they wanted to tell you what they wish, um, is there any way people can do that? Can they like send it to you? Can they collaborate? How does that work? Yeah, send it to me. You can um, send me a DM, but I also have it in my highlights. Um, mm -hmm. So it just always stays there, all the campaigns so, and on my website. So you can click and then just add your, uh, in the, the, the speech bubble to add your comment and reply. Um, and I compile them and then I try to utilize those answers, whether you wanna be anonymous or whether you wanna have your sign with your face or your page linked. Um, it's yeah, whatever you feel comfortable. I'd love to do that. We love that. Have questions. There's the show notes. There's the tag in our, you know, profile grid. You guys can get to your page and participate and just kind of use your voices. That's what our pod's all about is making sure we speak our truths. And so that way we feel a little bit better with what our truth is. Yeah. Yeah. Making sure you're heard and you're acknowledged and that, you know, that you're not alone is really important to us. Um, yeah. so um, the truth is, like I always say, it's not, you know, there's no negative or positive about someone's truth. It's just their reality. So there's no shame in telling our reality, right? It's, that's the beautiful thing about it. That is, I love that. B, since we have a moment, do you want to read yours and verbalize our wish statements? Do you have yours handy? Sure. Mine is, I wish people knew how much quicker I would have found a reason to live or helped support me in mourning my loss instead of feeling like I had to hide my failures. Again, I just wanted to be seen and I wanted somebody to tell me it was okay. And I think that that is such an issue with like um, miscarriages in general. Yeah. There's such a stigma attached to them that you, you feel like it's shame. You feel like you've done something wrong and yet you, you didn't like no. you didn't, you're allowed to mourn that. That's a real loss for you. And no one's taught 
to support somebody in that position. And so they tell you to be strong or they tell you it's going to happen down the road and like kind of brush it off to the side. And he knows it took me five years to come to grasp with the fact that infertility was a real thing, but so was mourning the loss of my parenthood and my daughter. And I could have done that a lot quicker if I would have allowed myself that grace and I wasn't able to see myself. So I just kind of wish the community had known that it's okay to accept this part of the world. There's a lot of us. Yes. Yes. And how complex that identity is. And that, you know, that's one thing I think it's important when we talk about loss, it's not just the tangible part, mm-hmm. the part and the, the medical traumas and, you know, but, but also the, identity of being both the person that's the victim going through that subjective Mm -hmm. that but also the complexity of the psychological part of I somehow had part in doing that too you know it's such a piece and that's something that I think is so important to just normalize is you're balancing all of those identities yeah Yeah, beautifully said that's so accurate (laughs) Yeah, you're trying not to blame yourself and you're trying to move on. And yeah, there's so many, so many, so things, many things, so many things there. Five years later, once a week, I'm still in therapy about it. You know, I'm a different human because of it, but it turned out okay. Be what's yours. Mine says, I wish that people would understand that even I've, even though I've chosen to live a life without children, it doesn't mean that my life is worth less than yours or that my time isn't as valuable. Yeah. So. I think that's a really important one to me because a lot of people think that since you don't have kids, you have all this extra time on your hands. And I do, but I'm not willing to just, <laughs> just give it up or sacrifice it. And it doesn't mean that I'm not exhausted. It doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, living with a chronic illness because we are, but, um, or that you I think, are worthless or that I'm worthless. Yes. Yes. I hear you. So awesome that that's so important. I made a post about that that it really resonated because yeah, in just that whole mentality that if somehow you can you know stay later at work or because other people have to go pick up their kids and just this sort of hierarchy of time worth and it's so hard. Yeah, you can just say no, I don't want to, and no, I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excuse. Yep. No. No is a complete sentence. love that well we appreciate you and your work and your content it's it's really like I I said earlier but it's really hard to find support out there that doesn't end up with still trying to hooray hooray, there's a baby yeah (laughs) like it's and I get really really scared to like start following content because if I see that I get triggered right and so it's very nice to have this safe space and then have a safe space that's promoting um, people to use their voice and advocating for their worth. It's, it's my jam. I love it. So thank you so much for what you do. Thank you guys. I know what you mean. And sometimes I am disappointed at in certain places that do end up posting things about, oh, just hold on. And just, you know, everyone will get there. You know, it's just like, no, you had yeah. me there why (laughs) yeah not everyone will get there and that's okay like you can still live a beautiful magical life if you do not get there I promise promise you uh Chemi is there anything you want to add um do you want to tell us how to how to find you how to connect with you how to work with you whatever you'd like 
I'm doing a voice room with the Circle app, which is a free support, um, anonymous place to go. It's kind of oh, like wow. a call, which is really interesting. Um, so I'm doing another one this Saturday. So that's kind of a relevant space. If anybody feels like, I don't know when this is going to air, but <laughs> if, if I think in the three weeks, so. Yeah. Yeah, so but like, send it to the- us and we'll push it out on our IG though. Yeah, I think I'll be doing them still because it's supposed to be four sessions. Oh, so awesome. I just think it's really neat because you can just go and share with your voice and you don't have to have a profile, name, picture, anything. That's so beautiful. I'm doing that. And everything is in um, my highlights as well on my website, misconceptualcoach.com. We'll tag her in our show notes. We'll post her all over our, our IGs, um, but make sure you go give her a follow. And then there's a link on your IG profile if they want to get coaching or do one-on-one sessions, correct? Yeah, she has a link tree, I believe. Yeah, Yeah. it's an easy kind of compact, just one click, and then it takes you to wherever you're thinking. Perfect. That's beautiful. Well, we know this was a short and sweet one. We just were really thankful that you you took the time to work with us tonight and to explain to us what your I Wish campaign was about. Um, It's really powerful. It's really impactful. And we're really grateful for you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Not Your Mama pod. Thank you, Chimmy, for enlightening us and inviting us along on this journey. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend. It really helps us out. Otherwise, bye.